Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Jake. And I'm Shannon. And today, uh, I mean, I don't know where we're going today. That's the whole trick of the podcast. Uh, but I mean, this is episode three. So if you're still new, if you're jumping in with episode <laughs> three, there's only two very short episodes to listen to. You can go back. Shannon has to explain all of Kingdom Hearts to me over the course of uh, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And who knows how many episodes that'll take to get through it. <laughs> well, we're going to our first world today. Sweet. So last time on Kingdom Smarts, let me see if I can remember, because I finished editing it last week and then I didn't do anything. I haven't listened to it since, obviously. <laughs> so uh, there was a guy with a lumpy coat played by Billy Zane. <laughs> yep. Um, he this is wrong. He kidnapped Riku and turned him into the Keyblade. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you sure? Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, that definitely doesn't happen in Kingdom Hearts 1. Okay, <laughs> so it's still on the table, though. Um, okay, so the, he didn't kidnap Riku. Riku fell through a door? He fell through the floor. The floor. Like, he got, the darkness was all coming up with Heartless, and then, like, he sunk down into it. Okay. So, the, but the, and the door opened up in the cave. And that's where Kyrie was. That's where Kyrie was in there. Okay, and then, and Sora reached in and pulled out. The Keyblade. That was when Sor when he reached out and grabbed Riku. Okay, so he got it from the floor. He got it from the darkness. So the darkness. So I, now I'm still convinced that Riku is the Keyblade. <laughs> the colors line up. Vi they're visually similar. I'll prove you wrong in a minute. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, and that's all I remember. Okay, they were on Sora, Riku, and Kyrie were on Destiny Islands, which is their home. Well, yeah. Their like playground of their home. Yeah, that's the that's the kids only bangerang hut. Yeah, they were building a raft to get off the island because they learned Kyrie is from a different world, but so she doesn't remember. To, yeah, they yeah. want to go to the other world. Right, right. Yeah, so they were building a raft, and then a storm came, and Sora went to go check on the raft, and the Heartless were attacking. Riku fell into darkness, and he when he went to the secret place that had all the rocks, where he drew the picture of him and Kyrie and the Paupu fruit. The door was open, and Kyrie gets, like, blown through him like a ghost. Okay. And then I, he fights that dark side guy again with the Keyblade. And Billy Zane. Then, yeah. No, that was not <laughs> Billy Zane. He's the oh. lumpy guy. Dark side is the one with, like, the heart, the yeah. empty heart. Okay, yeah, yeah. I honestly don't remember if I mentioned that last time. Well, either way, well, after Kyrie and Riku disappear, he fights dark side in, like, a remaining floating chunk of Destiny Islands. And once he defeats dark side, he falls into darkness. Right. And then we met Donald and Goofy and Jiminy Cricket. We did meet them. Right. Now it's all coming back to me. And Mickey Mouse is missing and he told him to, they, he told them to go find the key. Okay. Which I'm assuming is the Keyblade because this one was called the Kingdom Key? Yes. Yeah. Score one for Jake. You remembered like three things. I remembered about 4% of <laughs> the last two episodes and we're probably only like eight minutes into the game. <laughs> I think at this point, it's probably been like two hours. Okay. Well, I guess it depends how bad you are at stuff on Destiny Islands. I get I, lost a I lot. I take a long time to do menial things in video games, so probably around two hours if I were playing it. <laughs> There's a race, so I'd have to do that like a hundred. Oh, no, it's just if you lose it, you just lose. So yeah. that's right. I wouldn't have to do it again. <laughs> I just lose it on purpose. I throw the race. No wrath called butts. Nope. Not in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me start up the timer. And your time begins now. 
All right. Like I said, Sora falls into darkness, and then, like, the screen goes all black, and then we cut back to Donald and Goofy showing up in, like, a brand new town. It's not from a Disney World. It's just called, I think, the sign comes up somewhere. I probably have it in the wrong place, but just to make it easier, it's called Traverse Town. Okay. It basically looks like a little small town, like, almost like, I don't know if a postal town makes sense. It just looks like the kind of town that you go to only to buy things and to drop off mail. Like, it's... Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, like sort of if Belle's town from Beauty and the Beast wasn't all about... Bread? Baking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, but there's no girl <laughs> running around singing about how everyone's, like, shitty and she's better than them. Being real passive-aggressive. It's not even passive, I guess. I guess it's just aggressive about, like... <laughs> Yeah, there she's you are, mean. Be the same old boring asshole that you always are. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, Belle. See you later. No wonder everyone thinks she's a fucking weird. Yeah, that's why no one likes you. It's not because you read books. <laughs> and, um, Donald, uh, yeah, Donald and Goofy show up, and uh, I forget. Oh yeah, they see. They look up, and you see a star go out in the sky. And Goofy just kind of says something. It's like, oh, another world got lost. We're like, oh, well, we should hurry up and go find this key. Let's go find Leon. And they start to leave, and they've got Pluto with them. And Pluto goes off, like, another direction to an alleyway. Well, these two are going another way, and Goofy's just kind of like, hey, maybe we should follow that other dog. And she's like, no, shut up, Goofy, you're stupid. We're going this way. And he's like, oh, all right, that's fine. Now, I, I know the Goofy-Pluto debate is out there, and it's like, why does one get to be a human person, a human dog, but one's a dog dog? And normally I'm, I'm like, it's a cartoon. Let's just all, like, deal with it. But specifically right now... When he's like, they're traveling together. Yeah, it's a little weird. That's got to be a little weird for both of them. <laughs> I feel like they just don't make eye contact, and they're just like, just, just don't, don't worry about it, man. Yeah, Goofy's like, I made it over the evolutionary hump. I'm just gonna leave it. I'm sorry that you didn't, Pluto. Someday you don't talk, so so you don't get pants. <laughs> they go off another direction, and then we follow Pluto, and Pluto goes into an alleyway where Sora's like knocked unconscious behind a bunch of boxes. And gets woken up by Pluto and just kind of does the whole like, oh, cool. I'm in another world. Oh, God, I'm in another world. Yeah, I did it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kind of leaves the alleyway trying to get his bearings and figure out where things are. And he's still got the keyblade. And then a dude shows up in like all black and a white shirt. It's it's Squall from Final Fantasy VIII. Like they didn't change him too much. Okay. His hair's just like a little bit longer. and He's got more belts. I know a tiny, tiny bit about Final Fantasy VII and a tiny, tiny bit about Final Fantasy X, and that's literally it. Well, eight's my least favorite, so I have nothing nice to say about really any of the characters, and I okay. especially don't like Squall. <laughs> All right. So, like, whenever he shows up, I'm just like, oh, it's you. Oh, um, great. Who cool. invited this asshole? But I know he's very popular, so whatever, at me nerds, I don't give a shit, he's boring. <laughs> he comes out, and he's just like, oh, you've got the Keyblade. That's weird. Why did it pick, like, a little kid? And Sora gets all whiny. He's like, no, I'm not a little kid. I can beat you up. And then proceeds to get his ass kicked by Squall. No. Do you actually do a fight with Squall? Yeah, and no matter what, he technically kicks your ass because it still uh. ends with you, like, being knocked unconscious and him standing there. <laughs> so even if you win, you lose. That's a bummer. And then Yuffie from Final Fantasy VII shows up just all like, oh, did you have to go so hard on him, Squall? And Squall gets all like, call me Leon. And he's also voiced by David Boreanaz from Angel. Uh, so if he's a, if he sounds broody, they picked the best dude to do it. Yep. 
He is super broody. That's his entire character. And they got the broodiest man. Yeah, they cast perfectly then. <laughs> and uh, Yuffie is actually the character that she was supposed to be Riku from Final Fantasy X. So she shows up in what's very clearly Riku's outfit, like a bit more Kingdom Heartsy from Final Fantasy X. But then it's like Yuffie's head. <laughs> they literally just like ah, swap them. Yep. Someone yeah. in a focus group was like, there's two Rikus? And they're like, shit, just put Yuffie in there. We're not using her. <laughs> and then we cut to another scene where it's Riku unconscious on, like, a floating, like, rocky platform. And there's, like, a bunch of water behind him. And I'm pretty sure this is from the final mix because it doesn't have sound whenever I play the game. Which is the number one way to realize that it's from the final mix because that was Japan only. And they're just like, everyone went through puberty. We can't re-record this. <laughs> no, dang. So now I know that you're proving that Riku is not the Keyblade right now because he's on there. Have we considered that this is inside the Keyblade and this is a fee Master Sword situation? <laughs> <laughs> as much as that sounds like some bullshit that Kingdom Hearts would do... <laughs> It is not what happens, but don't worry, we'll have people being used to create keyblades later on in Birth by Sleep. Okay. There's literally a whole character that exists for a plot point kind of like that. Okay, that's a little horrifying, but okay. <laughs> well, I guess he doesn't turn into the keyblade, but he would help summon it. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's its own complicated thing. Kingdom Smarts. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, Riku wakes up and kind of starts screaming for Sora and Kairi, and just, like, wondering where he is. Then it, it zooms out, and you see there's, like, a bunch of these little rocky platforms that go up to a bigger one. And then, like, a person walks in, which I'll just not beat around the bush. It's Maleficent. You can tell by the, like, if you know anything about Disney characters, you're going to recognize right. every villain that shows up. I feel like that would be, because I, and... If I'm speaking out of school, please feel free to correct me. In animation, you try to make everyone's silhouette very distinct, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, she has, like, big old horns and a sharp face. Like, you could tell. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, it's only from, like, her shoulder, then, like, down to her elbow, but, like, even those sleeves and, like, the style of hand, it's 100%, like, really recognizable. Yeah. So, it, it's not a spoiler. It's, if you know anything about Disney, you're like, oh, that's Maleficent, cool. Yeah. Good job, Disney, or good job, Kingdom Hearts, then, I guess. For Yeah. <laughs> All right, then we cut back to Traverse Town, and Donald and Goofy are just kind of walking around in another part of town, because we're going to find out later when we get to play Asora that there's, like, three districts to Traverse Town. So there's, like, this little shop area, then there's, like, a bigger district that has, like, a weird church thingy, and then there's another district that's kind of, like, houses, almost. Okay. Is the church a Mickey Mouse church? No, it is not. Okay, good. <laughs> and it's not really a church, it's just a huge building with a steeple and a bell in it, so I'm like, eh, that's that's a church without being a church. Yeah, that's a non-denominational church. Yeah, it's a very, like, Japanese thing where they're just like, churches are cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, just put a church in there. <laughs> Throw a church in there. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Donald and Goofy are just, like, walking around, just like, this place is really spooky. There's no one here, which is the only time in Kingdom Hearts they ever point that out. Because if you play these games, there's never background characters. <laughs> Even if there's a cheering crowd in the Hercules Coliseum, there's no people. And it's fucking weird. <laughs> That's and like, scary. There's a lot of things I want out of Kingdom Hearts 3. I want crowds. I just want people to exist. <laughs> we, we have the technology now. Like, yeah. Like, I've seen video games with people in them. You can do that now. Not in Kingdom Hearts. I think Traverse Town is actually one of the few places that does do it. In the postal place, there are like three or four other people just standing around doing stuff. 
But, and you can like talk to them. And they're just like, I don't know where I am. And you're like, all right, cool. Bye. Are these people like secretly very deep cut Disney characters or anything or, no. or Final Fantasy characters? They're just generic ass background characters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Donald and Goofy are walking around and they say how spooky it is. And then like a hand appears and like touches Donald on the shoulder. And he screams and jumps on Goofy. And they turn around and it's Aerith from Final Fantasy VII. Hey, and wait actually, a, a really cute design. Okay. Didn't she... And spoilers for Final Fantasy VII. It's Ain't a 30-year-old game. She's yeah. dead. It's not 30. It's 20. It came <laughs> out in close. 1997. That's true. <laughs> I, if, I feel like if I want to say something's old, I just default to 30, 30 or 35. 30 is so old. Oh, Can you imagine being 30? Ugh. I'm going to be 30 soon. <laughs> I got two more years. <laughs> Um, they never really address it in this, but it's kind of implied that there was, like, a Final Fantasy VII world, because you see the most of Final Fantasy VII characters. Sure. So I just imagine they didn't get to that plot point before their world got destroyed by the Heartless. Okay, so it's just like a side So she gets to live world. another day. Yeah, alright, well, thank God for the Heartless, then. For yeah, Aerith, they- you should be thanking them. <laughs> they saved her life. I also like that that implies that, like, in Final Fantasy VII, they stopped, like... I don't even know how to explain the final boss, like this like virus that became a god or whatever. Oh, but yeah. like some like shadow puppets totally fucked their shit up. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely in like the middle of a huge plot point and then shit went down. There was like, oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> Sephiroth was like up on that church ready to jump and just like, oh, oh is this a bad time? This is okay. All right, sorry, sorry. We'll go. <laughs> and then we cut to actually Kyrie of all people. She's just kind of well, it's all it's all dark, and you hear Kyrie's voice be like, "Hey, Sora, wake up! Sora, stop being such a lazy bum! Sora, wake up!" And then like he wakes up, and Kyrie's there, and she's just like, "What are you doing?" And he's just like, "Oh God, I'm sorry, I got knocked out by a grown man." <laughs> a man she's beat like, me up, a kid. <laughs> I'm 14, and he's like 25, and he just beat the <laughs> shit out of me. Angel just kicked my ass. <laughs> he has an actual sword. I have a key. <laughs> And then she's just kind of like, oh, yeah, the Heartless were going after you because you have the Keyblade. And, like, they don't want the key. They want the key, but they also want your heart because you can wield the Keyblade. He's just like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but, man, Kyrie, I'm so glad you're okay. And then Kyrie just goes, who's Kyrie? I'm the great ninja Yuffie. And Sora just kind of, like, comes out of his concussion to realize he's talking to Yuffie and not Kyrie. Oh, oh what, a, what a prank. <laughs> Squall put this kid in a concussion he was yeah, hallucinating that sounds like some concussed behavior yeah <laughs> don't let him sleep again don't let him fall back asleep <laughs> but then uh we get this cut we get a cutscene, and it's kind of going back and forth between Aerith talking to donald and goofy and squall and leon or leon and y- yuffie idiot with his goddamn nickname <laughs> and they're just talking about basically the situation and talking about how the worlds were meant to be secret from each other, that they shouldn't be connected, but because the Heartless started appearing, all these connections have been severed. That's not what I'm thinking. Revealed? Revealed, yeah. I guess, like, the things that was keeping them apart have been severed. Okay. The, whatever barriers were keeping them invisible from each other. Yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah, any walls between worlds, that's what's being severed. I knew the, I knew I wanted to use the word severed, and I used it on the wrong thing. <laughs> It's alright, I couldn't say the word fruit last time, so like... Sorry, I was saying, I said tutorial wrong for like two episodes. I, I just assumed that's how you said it, so I didn't say anything, because like, I call the thing on top of your house a roof, so like, who the fuck am I to say what words are supposed to sound like? 
No, just legit got stuck in my mouth and I couldn't say it right. I was like, I don't honestly remember how this is supposed to go. Then, like, today in the car, I was like, tutorial. You said it with confidence, so, like, I'm sure it was fine. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, they talk about how the world's are aware of each other now because the Heartless are destroying all the barriers and swarming all these worlds and destroying them. And um, I don't think it's actually said, but it's kind of implied that if you lose your world, you kind of end up here. Okay. And um, Aerith mentioned something. She's like, have you guys heard of a person named Ansem before? And everyone's just like, we don't know who that is. So she's like, oh, he's a guy that was studying the Heartless, but um, all the reports he did have disappeared and they should tell us more about these heartless but we have no idea where to find them which is one of like the weird little side quests in jimmy's journal you can go find all the ansem reports and find out a bunch of cool information that you can only get if you sit down and read them (laughs) we'll have to go over them at some point yeah i imagine i'll probably save because we come back to traverse town a few times so anything i don't cover i'm just gonna cover later okay sounds good yeah, because there's a bunch of stuff that you do in Traverse Town, which is why everyone hates the theme song here, because you hear it a lot. And it's very, it's just obnoxious. Yeah. After like a minute. I listened to it uh, a little while ago. I don't remember it, but I remember being like, this is pretty good. And then thinking, this is pretty good because I only have to listen to it one time right now. <laughs> yeah, there. if you're trying to get the ultimate weapon, doing all the synthesizing is going to happen in Traverse Town. So, like, while you're sitting there doing all that stuff, you just get to listen to the... And then you just... It just slowly goes through the back of your head just in, for the rest of your life. It's terrible. Just when you hum that, everybody who played Kingdom Hearts got, like, very vivid flashbacks. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> we kept joking at uh, the wedding that we should play it in the bathrooms, but then David's like, I'm not buying more speakers to put in bathrooms for right. a stupid joke. For the, for the joke. <laughs> but we definitely played it at some point during the night, I think. Like, before the actual ceremony happens, when people are just, like, waiting around, we had it in the loop. Nice. (laughs) Alright, but yeah, the reports. And then, um, during this point is where Sora actually realizes that he's alone. Where he's just like, okay, cool, heartless, yeah. (gasps) Shit, where are my friends? Oh, no. I don't have a home? Everyone's like, oh, yeah, that happened. Your, Your home totally got eaten by heartless. Sorry, buddy. So, like, everybody on his in his world is gone now basically there's a plot point that gets mentioned about heartless but i think we'll learn more about that later on in the game but like yeah if you're not like strong of heart you're kind of dead right now oh no (laughs) i guess not dead but you've become a heartless and there's a good chance that sora's gonna murder you with his keely blade during the next 30 hours well that's a bummer (laughs) Don't worry, all will be solved, I promise. Okay. But yeah, Sora is a little bit properly bummed right now because everything he knows has been gone, but I guess he's kind of also gotten what he wanted, so it's kind of like, a cool, I'm on another world. At what cost? <laughs> yeah. And then um, after this, like, they hear a bunch of noise, so they, they, they were like in this little like hotel kind of. So, like, you hear a bunch of noise, and they run out, and you go to, I think, the second- you go towards the second district, which is where you start meeting more new Heartless, so you meet, like, a bunch of little guys. There's, I think, there's soldiers, there's, like, little flying guys, there's big bellies, which are, like, these huge fat guys that you have to attack carefully, or else they just bounce. Okay, nice. And then there's a bunch of, like, little flying guys. 
I think they're all named after music. They're like no red nocturnes, and I forget what all the rest are called. But they're really cute, and they shoot magic at you based on what color they are. But uh, you go through, I think, the second district, and then I think you go to the third district? Yeah, I think by the time you get to the third district, that's where you have your first boss battle, and you meet Donald and Goofy. So this is where you finally team up, or are they just also there while you fight? Well, I think it's one of those, like, Sora comes running in because he's trying to find where, like, everything's coming from. And then somehow Donald and Goofy, like, fall from the sky because cartoons. Cartoons, sure. And they land on Sora, and Sora's just like, well, this sucks. And they're like, oh, cool, there's that key we need. Sorry, person that we just crushed to death, but we need this. <laughs> and, like, before they can talk, a boss shows up, which is the guard armor, which I think is another boss that you basically fight every game. He shows up a lot. Okay. It's like, there's a torso, there's a little head, there's two arms and two legs, and you have to defeat every body part before he's gone. Okay, he's like a, like a, fuck, what are they called in Zelda? A dark nut? Where you have to, like, knock off all their armor? Sort of? Yeah. Okay. Kind, kind of the same deal, it's just one of those, like, you have to kill a hand, and then kill another hand, then kill the, so, like, if you kill the torso first, you still have to deal with the head, the arms, and Right, the legs. yeah, yeah, okay. And then after that... Donald and Goofy and Sora, they kind of stand around and talk, and I think Leon and everyone is there, too. They didn't help with the fight, but they're there the whole time. But Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 3 is finally doing a thing where I think you can have, like, more than two, peop more than two people in your party, which I'm really excited about, because now, like, things can make sense, where it's just like, oh, these other people are actually, like, helping. Right, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Angel, you just gonna hang out there? You you were super keen to kick my ass, but when there's real danger, you're just gonna chill? Oh, cool, okay. I see, I see you. I yeah, well, the squall. fortune will handle it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, after you defeat the boss, Donald and Goofy are just kind of like, you have the key. We were sent by the king of our world to find this key. You have to go help us. And Sora's like, no, I have to go find everyone I know. <laughs> it's like, my friends are gone. And like, I saw two of them get fucked up. <laughs> and who knows what happened to the rest of them. I got stuff to take care of. Sorry about your kingdom, but... <laughs> To which Donald and Goofy kind of like whisper for a second, so, and Donald's just kind of like, all right, let's just like, we'll help him find his friends, and then like, we can use his key or whatever, just, just let him come with us, he'll be fine. <laughs> so then they turn around, they're like, all right, we've decided, you can come with us, we'll help you find your friends. And uh, Donald's a little bit of an asshole at the beginning, but okay. I kind of love it. Yeah, that's that's how Donald should be. Donald yeah. Duck is just a little bit of an asshole. <laughs> He's basically like before he even before he cares about story, he's just like, I'm a hundred percent using you. <laughs> but then there's a there's a really cute scene because they're just like, all right, you can come with us. We have a ship. We'll take you to world. Uh, you, you can come help us find our king. And I guess if we have time, we'll try to find your friends. And so it's just like, yeah, that's cool. But then like he's still kind of bumming. So Donald's just like, all right, but we have rules. There's no frowning. There's no sad faces. This boat runs on happy faces. <laughs> and, and then Donald, or Goofy's just like, yeah, yeah, look funny, like us. <laughs> and then Sora's just kind of sitting there, he's like, how's it look funny? All right, and he just kind of like bows forward a little bit, then comes back up and has like the biggest, dumbest little smile on his face. Like <laughs> one of those, like, I'm a robot and here's all my teeth. I think this is how you smile. <laughs> and he says like cheese or something stupid. Uh, it's just super cute. Nice. And, like, he just holds it for a second and, like, no one's doing anything. He's just kind of like, oh, okay. And, just, <laughs> and then the, then they start laughing. They're like, all right, you're a cool kid. You can come with us. He's like, all right, we're going to go on an adventure. 
Yeah. And then you leave Traverse Town and you officially start your adventure with Donald and Goofy. Nice. One of which probably doesn't care if you die as long as you have the Keyblade. I'm amazed that he wasn't like, let's just kill him right now. And Goofy was like, no, we can't do that. I feel like it was on Donald's table, but was just like, <laughs> do I, do I, how do I hold on to this card? Yeah, it's a, this is going to be a better to ask forgiveness than permission kind of deal. <laughs> and also, let's see, um, there's other stuff in Traverse Town. Um, in one of the districts, you find a house that has, um, is it Pongo and Perdita, the two uh, Dalmatians from oh, 101 yeah. Dalmatians. No, the 100 Dalmatians world is gone. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and you talk to the, uh, I think you either talk to them or someone in the house. You talk to someone. I can't remember if the dogs actually talk. Is it Roger and Anita? Yeah, it's Anita. I okay. don't think they're there. I think it's just the dogs. One way or another, you find out the information that they got lost from their home and they lost all their puppies. So in the Jiminy's Journal, you have the finding the 101 Dalmatians. So you, uh, when you go through worlds, you can find treasure chests and find puppies. And there's just a puppy in them? Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the best treasure. You just going to open, open a box and be like, I got a potion and three dogs. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> this chest fucking ruled. <laughs> and then this is also where there's the item shop that has Huey, Dewey, and Louie as the... My boys. Yes, yeah, the shopkeeps. Which is really cute. They never really mention. I think they do mention like you come in with Donald. They're like, "Oh, hey, Donald, Uncle Donald." And he's just like, "Oh yeah, give me a new wand." Bye. <laughs> do they each sell something different? Like, if you want a shield, you gotta talk to Huey, or just like you just talk to them as a group. I think in Kingdom Hearts two it works that way, but I think in Kingdom Hearts one you just talk to one of them. I okay. honestly can't remember because they are kind of color coded the way I imagine the the armor shield magic is color coded i don't yeah. actually know uh if it is or not so maybe basically just... yeah anything that's like attack is kind of red anything that's magic's blue and then anything that's like defense is kind of yellowish okay so uh, that's like green it's close yeah it's <laughs> halfway green potions are green okay or elixirs are green one of them's green look guys i remember the storyline which means i have to forget everything else yeah yeah sometimes you gotta jettison all the other crap yeah and then there's uh, an accessory shop, which is where you can find you can buy like all the old school like Final Fantasy stuff, like bangles or rings or like headbands or armor and stuff. And um, it's run by Sid from Final Fantasy VII. And you actually, I don't think you talk to him a lot this time around, but he ends up being more of a character the more we come back. Okay. Again, he's still he's like the grumpy Sid that's all mean and has like a toothpick hanging out of his mouth instead of a cigarette. Now, well, yeah, if it's if you're adding Disney in, yeah, you got to you got to make some changes. Um, So I don't know what Sid looks like. That's not the cat, right? No, that's Kate Sith. Okay, yes. Sid's he's the one that uh, I think in Final Fantasy seven, he had like a denim jacket on and like blonde hair. And like, I think he had a headband. I might be remembering that wrong. Sure. Yeah, he had a uh, he had a staff. Okay. With like. A spear. That's what I'm thinking of. Not a staff with a knife on it. <laughs> a staff with a knife. You know, a staff and knife? Yeah. <laughs> favorite weapon. The staff and ha- knife. He just had a stake and he tied a machete to the end. Yeah. That makes sense. So now it's a very long machete. <laughs> and um, there's also another little side quest in um, Traverse Town where you there's a little mailbox and you can go find postcards throughout Traverse Town, just like in random spots, and give it to that and you'll get items back. Okay. Which is cool, because I think you get, like, elixirs, which are super rare. 
but they replenish health and magic, and they're so useful. Yeah, instead of just one or the other. Yeah, like, if you go to try to fight Sephiroth without elixirs, I promise you, you're not going to do it. <laughs> you just won't. You just won't no, do it. Yeah. It's just, it's a fact. He'll turn you at the door. No, sorry, yeah. kid. Not today. I can't remember if you find out about these here or the next time you visit Traverse Town, but it's not like a plot point. It's just another side thing. There's these little things that you'll find on the ground. That's It's three hearts and like a little circle between them, and they're called Trinity Marks. And basically, uh, the more you do stuff, you'll get new abilities with Donald and Goofy, which will be like your trio attack. And every time you get one of those, or one of your like combo attacks, you get a new Trinity Mark. And you can go, like, unlock, like, a red trinity, and, like, the three of you will work together to do something. Okay. And, like, you'll find a, uh, like, a treasure chest. Like, one of them's, like, I think Sora climbs on a Goofy, and Donald climbs up on Sora, and they grab something high. Or okay. the three of them run into a wall and break it. Nice. Just, like, a little Goofy, like, here's just, like, a thing that you can do now. Yeah. Basically, Jiminy's journal is a bunch of like, here's all the information you don't want to forget. Also, here's just a shit ton of mini quests to go do. And yeah. Trey Marks is just like, just go run around the worlds until you find all of these. Yeah, just go, just go do some stuff. Just like get out there, make some memories. <laughs> and I think one of them has to be really careful because I think it's in Nightmare Before Christmas. At least I think they fixed it in the final mix. But in the original, if you fought the boss before you found this Trinity Mark, that Trinity Mark was gone forever. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, that's because, I guess I'll explain the boss when you get there, but based on the boss, a thing disappears. Uh, and, like, it was a part of, like, that whole map. So, like, when you go down to where the thing was, everything's gone. You're just like, oh, no, <laughs> I needed that thing. Yeah, then you'll just sit at 99% complete at best. Yeah, and then I think last time I played the final mix, I ran down all just like, oh, no, I forgot to go get it. And it was still there. I was just like, you guys fixed the Trinity Mark, and I can skip cutscenes now. This is, this is perfect. <laughs> ah, the perfect game. <laughs> yeah, then after Traverse Town, there's another little cutscene that, again, in the cinematic, it's very dramatic and all these villains are in shadow. But if you know Disney, you're going to know who they are. So I'm just right. going to spoil it. It's a table and you got Hades, Jafar, Ursula, Hook, Boogie Boogie, and Maleficent. All the ones that I would have guessed, pretty much. Yeah, the very distinctive ones. And they yeah. do the whole, like, you see their silhouette and they talk, so it's just one of those, like, this is a very terrible kept secret, but thanks for telling me all the worlds I'm about to go to. Right, yeah, it's like, it's like maybe I could have, like, if, if I didn't know what Maleficent looked like, you could be like, I don't know the voice, but, like, you know Hades' voice. Oh, yeah, it's like, James Wood, too. Yeah, I I heard he, that he loves doing Hades so much that any he because he was Hades in the cartoon show too. Like yep. just because he loves doing Hades, that he'll just he's always up for it. Yeah, actually, uh, one of the newer trailers they put out Hades is in it, but it was the Japanese trailer, and even the Japanese person sounds exactly like James Woods. That like everyone's <laughs> just like, did that dude learn Japanese? James just Woods to- learned Japanese just so there would be one Hades and it would be him. <laughs> And I was like, I know that's not what happened, but that's what it sounds like, and that's what I want to believe. <laughs> but yeah, they've got like a little table, and there's like a little like magic hologram thing where they're watching a Sora, Donald, and Goofy like talk and walk around, and um, they're all just kind of talking. It's like, oh, so uh, the Keyblades appeared, and this little kid has it. Oh, that sucks. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll be fine. We all already have our plan that we're doing. Mysterious, vague things. And then I think it's Maleficent that's basically just like, I'm really interested to watch this kid. Will he conquer the darkness or be swallowed by it? He could be useful. Okay. 
Maleficent rules, and then it's like the smartest Disney villain. Nice. I like that because in this came out in 2002, right? Yeah. Yeah. Between 2002 and whenever the fuck Sleeping Beauty came out. 1959, I think. There was nothing for Maleficent. Like, there was just nothing. Yeah. Like, so so it's good that they're like, we're bringing her back and we're making her very cool. Don't worry. Yeah, she kind of remains a mainstay, too. It's pretty awesome. Oh, nice. Because I've always liked her and she just she shows up a lot. And one of the boss battles later is definitely her dragon form, and it's very hard. Nice. <laughs> but it's super cool, because she does the whole, she just turns turns into it, and you're just like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, shit. Oh, I gotta fight that. Oh, no. And it's, it's much easy. it's much harder than uh, Prince Philip makes it look. You just don't throw <laughs> your fucking shit, and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Unrealistic expectations of how to defeat dragons. All right, what's our time? Uh, 33 seconds. Oh, well, I'm not starting Wonderland, but the next world we'll cover will be Wonderland. All right, uh, so I'm actually just gonna stop the timer. This is this is a first. This is a, this is a Kingdom Smarts first. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's there's so much more in Traverse Town. I feel like I should have mentioned something else, but uh, I guess there's a Moogle shop that's gonna open, but it's not open yet. But that's where you'll get to do a synthesizing, which is the only way you can get the ultimate weapon. Okay, I I really like Kingdom Hearts now, just because <laughs> I'm thinking of all the stuff that could have like. Because before it was just like, ah, it's Disney and Final Fantasy, and that's all it was to me. And I was like, that's, okay, that's whatever. But, like, the fact that there's, like, here's a council of villains, and there's also the Heartless, which is this completely new thing that, like, are just eating up worlds. And it's, like, it's very intriguing, even though, you know, we're only very, not very far into the game. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I'm I'm very excited to see where this goes. It's going to go a lot of places. Like, I'll go ahead and reveal my, my hand, even though we're going to get a bunch of very cool villains in the next, like, two games. Sora still remains my absolute favorite character in Kingdom Hearts. Nice. Because it's just cool to, like, explore all these fun new worlds, and then your main character is just equally as excited. Yeah. It's like in the, the first couple of Harry Potter uh, books, like, whenever you see new magic and Harry's, like, losing his mind. Yeah, he's like, holy shit, like, look at this magic. Sora never loses that. He stays that throughout all the games he shows up in. He never loses, like, being like, this is awesome. Yeah, uh, in the, uh, they, they just put out a, I don't want to say a trailer, but it was, like, a little a part of a cutscene from 3 where he goes to Toy Story. And they're just, they're like, do you want to help us? And he just gets this giant shit-eating grin because he's a toy now. And, like, he's like, yeah, friends are awesome. And it's like, oh, that's a cool character. That's a cool dude. Yep, he stays that way the entire time. Like, there's one game where he kind of gets a little grumpy, but it takes place between Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, which I kind of like that he's grumpy there because, one, that's when Haley Joel Osment hits puberty and his voice <laughs> starts changing. Yeah. It's adorable to hear squeaky Sora. <laughs> So, like, in my head, I'm just like, oh, you're going through puberty. No wonder you're a piece of shit for yeah. one game. Yeah, can confirm. Uh, <laughs> boy, when boys go through puberty, we just turn into giant assholes for a while. And he's also getting, like, his memory messed with, so it's the only time where he's just like, I'm really mad at everything. This is stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, so, what do we have to look forward to next time on Kingdom Smarts? Uh, next time, we will go to our first official Disney World. I know we went to Disney Castle, but we didn't go to Disney Castle. Right. So the first world's going to be Wonderland, based off of Alice in Wonderland. It's... I'm just going to go ahead and reveal this now. There's a lot of worlds in Kingdom Hearts 1 that I hate. <laughs> it sounds like he, this might be one of them. This is one of them. I hate this world. <laughs> but it's very cute, and it's very fun, and I like Alice in Wonderland, and it's 
very it's like it's a good first world because it's very fun and whimsical and it kind of like sets the standard and then like you get to keep going up that's good yeah you don't want to start of. at like hercules you know yeah hercules like, stays pretty fun yeah but it's also like two rooms that's a bummer and eh, we'll yeah. get there <laughs> uh so until next time i've been jake and i've been shannon and that's been kingdom hearts we're not even at a disney world yet It gets a lot of noise. It gets everything. It's a freaking good mic. Like, I'm glad it's good, but I also want to put down my cup without just, like, an earthquake.